1: year is 2023. All media and entertainment is controlled by the Corpus. (laughs) They keep asking for more and more and more. But there's one thing they forgot.
0: Welcome to Two Chunks in a Hunk. My name is Jordan, and this week it's a shadow cast. Still, I think so. It is. We're still in the shadows. So yeah, that, So still. you don't you don't you don't get a normal you don't get a normal intro because it's because it's
1: shadows shadowy. Good evening. I'm Doge, Ooh. and to succeed in life, you need three things: a wishbone, a backbone, and a chunk bone. Now, what's the Chunk Bone connected to? Uh, the, chunk no. Bone's connected to the, the podcast. Oh. Uh, that's a quote from Reba McIntyre, who is a single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids, and never stops. Gentle hands, heart of a fighter, she's a survivor. Why is nobody singing, I'm a survivor, on the Reba On tribe? Survivor? Dude, I think that every single episode, where it's like, uh, the <sighs> idol goes to Reba, and I'm like, a single tribe who works two jobs. <laughs> Who eats just rice?
0: Um, (laughs) Hey, everyone. I'm Carter. Hi. Hey. And life is suffering. It's hard. The world is chunked, but still you find reasons to keep living. That's from Princess Mononoke. It's from Billy Bob Thornton.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I should have been like… Can you give it a little more flat? Like a little bit less inflection? Like all the same… Life's hard. It is hard. The world is cursed. But
0: still, you find reasons to keep living. Thank you, Billy Bob. Thank you, Billy Bob. We'll talk about that in the back BBT. Half. BBT. What I have here, here's, here's something. Okay, so the actor strike. It's tough on the actors in many ways, I'm sure. But probably one of but the it's literal objective ways. One of the literal objective <laughs> ways is because they're not getting paid. Like, they're not getting to have the jobs that they feel like they have the aptitudes for. That sucks. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna insert a little bit of what sucks for, for me personally with this actor strike. Oh, I was kidding, big, but big you're studios. for real. I am for <laughs> real. Uh we don't really get to talk about news. There's been a lot of news that comes out that just came out about streaming shows on specific streaming platforms, massive studios that are going, they're in big, big trouble. But yeah. we just can't really talk. Uh, about I want to have a discussion about that at some point, but I don't
1: know. I don't know. I don't know,
0: can we have a discussion about that right now? I
1: think because it, it's dunking on the studio, we can. Sure, I'll dunk on any corpus studios guys bag right then now. Let's I'm just not even start afraid with to. that.
0: Let's do a bit of in the news here, which we haven't done honestly in like 4 months. But uh Marvel Studios Oof. is in is in a certain way, y'all. And it Oof. is we are finally having people break from you know whatever Marvel bunker they had to be in, and whatever they had to sign to not talk about things, and that they're just like, yeah, we're fed up. This is everybody sees it. It kind of felt like the Emperor's New Clothes. Yeah, that story sure. about the guy who's got like he's naked. turned into a llama. I was like, hey, check this out. Uh, yeah, turns into a llama. Yeah, um, works with Sting for a while, but it's 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 really bad. And to hear some of the ideas that were coming
1: out of the studio to correct Ooh. the issues just is a scramble. It's a mad damning. scramble, dude.
0: It's damning. And and my solution is let's just forget a lot of that exists. Let's just be done with that stuff. We haven't really touched the X-Men. We, we wanted to bring that back. Let's just do that. Like if y'all want to keep doing stuff, but why would do Fantastic you when you could Four, just X-Men bring everybody over? who died back and try again? What a you know? what a mistake that yeah. what a mistake.
1: What a swing and a miss. Did y'all read the variety, the like variety expose article? No, not can I be honest article. with
0: you? I, It's not a secret if you've been listening to the podcast. I have such franchise fatigue with Marvel and Star Wars. Pretty much anything owned by Disney. Um, Like when I heard all the news about Marvel just like floundering, I was just kind of like, yeah, obviously moved yeah, on Drex. with my life.
1: I didn't even… Yeah. Yeah. I was just curious. I, I was curious. So I, I read the article and it… Oh, you did? It traces a lot of the like… Fatigue and a lot of the, like, basically the secret sauce is Feige, who, like, is known for sort of swooping in during post-production and making sure everything, uh, it's, one insider describes it as foaming the runway really, really well to whatever position the plane's in. He's going to make sure it lands well uh, and connects to all the other planes that have to take off soon. Mm -hmm. Um, And Disney had a top-down mandate once the pandemic hit of, like, there is always going to be some kind of new Marvel to explore, whether it's a movie in theaters or a show on Disney plus, like every single week, there will be a new piece of MCU content. Uh, and they had a similar approach with star Wars. I think they, they spaced that out a little bit more. Uh, but Feige is just reportedly just spread too thin. And so it's like, of course we have franchise fatigue. Yeah, I think probably, probably old Kevbot has franchise fatigue. I mean, I would just say like,
0: Marvel is just spread too thin in general. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. They
0: it, they went from releasing, you know, two to three fair to high quality projects a year mm-hmm. to releasing what feels like five to six mediocre to bad projects yeah. with the occasional yeah. gem buried in there.
1: There's that and thing. You know what? What, it's like a, a count I think I've seen that says that phase four, like Disney Plus, Plus Movies, is a, l- a longer runtime than phases one through three combined that, that doesn't may not me. be a hundred percent accurate, but I think that's what I read It's long yeah. either way it's long yeah. we know that
0: we had a we had a conversation around too like hey more isn't really more I mean it, right so for for the company, it will make more, but somebody in that room it feels like wasn't looking further ahead. It was like right, but when we start to dilute what we have here yeah it's its chance of dying quicker is exponential if we i think if we had kept that pace which feels impossible right sure yeah just still do two or three things uh a movie a couple movies in a show or something then then maybe we hold on to it i don't know there was just a lot going wrong
1: and it's so unfortunate they've basically shuttered their tv division now they're no longer prioritizing or focusing on limited series uh the way they've run their limited series is like a movie. They, they're they not running it with like a showrunner and individual directors. They're just making a six-hour long movie and cutting mm-hmm. it up into whatever arbitrary length pieces they want to for Disney+. Plus. They're abandoning that strategy, focusing on multi-season shows going forward. Daredevil got scrapped and then reconfirmed. Like they started over on it, just like they started over on Blade. Like it's just a, a complete scramble right now.
0: Yeah. I think it's because in Endgame, we saw the culmination of, you know, what was it at that point? 11 years of movie making and religious viewing. And um, uh, 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 in that 11 years, even bad or okay movies, it was like, well, at least it's moving towards something. Then all of a sudden after Endgame, we got a new start but it wasn't really a fresh start like it was like yeah yeah i don't know it it it's so in retrospect it is so weird to make a quote phase of your eternally running film franchise being picking up the pieces after the last phase
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: and it should have been a red flag when they told us that that's
1: what phase 4 was about was phase like, 4 was just all all denouement, it was yeah. all we dropped the ring into the mountain. Now let's walk back to, let's ride the eagles back to the Shire. And it's like movies and movies and movies (laughs) of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I just think that in retrospect, we should have known to be concerned when they were like, phase four is all about the
1: effects of phase three. It's like, actually, that's that's boring. That's not very exciting. (laughs) That's kind of boring. (laughs) Don't you on the X-Men now? It sounds interesting when
0: you want falling action. It sounds interesting when you want the end. Yeah. then- at you know the third movie that's still like man that snap was crazy how do we deal with it it's like <laughs> i think i got <laughs> it yeah. yeah i think i got, I got it no. we're Thank okay you so much. Can, like what does it take and again i i don't know how much money you lose by not making something i mean marvel even bad things that they would release in theaters that were even critics and fans alike didn't enjoy would make 500 million dollars worldwide so it's like what, why not? So what What do they need to do? 14 months sabbatical?
1: Let's start over. Like, figure it out. Didn't Chill. Quantumania make less than half a billion, though? I mean, like, $480 million Oh, that's or something. Right. Yeah. And that's counted then, as a that's loss. Is, that's they, all? consider yeah. that that didn't turn a profit. It's, like, regarded yeah. as a loss financially. I think Disney itself is in pretty dire straits for fall releases between mm-hmm. the Marvels, which nobody seems to be getting excited for. I think the latest spot, like is teasing a potential X-Men appearance just to try and get people to please go see this movie. Uh, between the Marvels and Wish, I am I think Disney's going to have a pretty disastrous Q4, which they deserve because they're yeah. Corpo scuzz bags. Yeah. Well, and speaking of that Corpo
0: Scuzzbags, well. it feels like Disney's biggest problem, which we've been saying for a while now, is they forgot how to make interesting original content. Um, it feels like Disney... Has put all of their focus on Disney Plus, but Disney Plus has not fulfilled the promise that it gave. When when Disney Plus was first announced, I remember. Maybe I was just reading subtext that didn't exist, but I feel like I remember a lot of the promise being like, Disney Plus is going to be a place where anything Disney's ever touched is going to be available to watch. Um, We're going to have essentially we're going to capture the magic of old school Disney channel for new generations and recapture the magic for the generations that watch the old school Disney channel. I was, I mm-hmm. was w- eagerly waiting when Disney plus dropped to find out that they were doing like adult decoms, like decoms for people that used to watch decoms yeah. and like break two ready to roll. Sure. Whatever dude. Like, give me like, give me smart neighborhood and it's a neighborhood full of smart houses <laughs> and Ben has to go
1: save everybody. Yeah. I just pulled that name out of the, ether Smartly um, me. Ben, smart man i would never have gotten to ben yeah i know that it just it just <laughs> i would have nowhere. said luck of the oh, irish boy what?
0: yeah i i think that's probably what i normally would say but ben just appeared to me um but yeah i don't know man it feels like the promise of what could have been was awesome and what actually happened is basically nothing more than a streaming service where disney dumps some of the things they've Dude. made you know what Disney needs to do? They need to build a shrine for Bluey. Because the it, if Disney Plus doesn't have Bluey right now, who has Disney Plus?
1: Right. Right.
0: You have every young family or every family in the nation because Bluey's there. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know. Again, I, I can't tell I you the last time I opened my Disney Plus app. Same. It's frustrating. I actually Same. am considering um, strongly just canceling it. I don't use it. There's there's a part of me that's like, go ahead and just… I think d- Marvel, pull the cord for a little bit because I selfishly want them to take care of the IP that they have a hold of now that we really haven't seen. And so that bums me out to hear that Marvel's might give us an X-Man. Uh, but we have X-Men Fantastic Four, which are things that have their own histories. And so like… Don't ruin this too. Like you're going to blow it, blow it. Like if you do yeah. that. Yeah. Like don't yeah. don't roll this in right now. It's it's yep. nuts. They're I reportedly
1: facing facing a pretty significant uphill battle with the Kang stuff because Jonathan that's, Majors that's is set, set to stand thing. trial in late November. Yeah, uh, in the state of New York, and so they are just I think fully screwed because they yeah. have built so much of it around Kang and now who knows?
0: Which the, you, you know, that that I'm willing to say, like you can't help that.
1: Like Yeah, they just- were dealt a really bad hand. Yeah. Uh, the the Yaya Abdul uh Mateen show Wonder Man got canceled. Uh they just like it they had shot four episodes and they were like, actually, this sucks. And so they just <laughs> control A selected everything, deleted it. They're wow. not doing that show anymore. Uh so people are are clamoring for him to be him to replace majors as King. Which would be fun. There you go.
0: I like it. Or Doctor Doom could be the next like they could replace yeah. the whole concept and that's the new big bad. Sure. But just some I, major scrambling. Honestly, yeah. if tomorrow Marvel Studios, if if Marvel executive, whatever, if they were just like, hey, good news, off screen, uh the Infinity Gauntlet twitched and yeah. reset the whole universe. <laughs> we're just gonna start over, pretend Endgame was the end, all that middle stuff. You can watch it if you want to. We're just gonna kind of start yep. over, do a different thing yeah. now. I honestly think it's, I'd be more excited than how they're like in chapter 30, thirty-nine of an epic movie series. So this time
1: this time uh Ant-Man's gonna get silly. <laughs> <laughs> That's reportedly what's supposed to happen with Secret Wars. Secret Wars is supposed to be this big reset. I saw a room the other day that said Toby Maguire's Spider-Man and Hugh Jackman's Wolverine are the two leads of Secret Wars, See, which those feels like red flags, so, flags to
0: me. That's so cheap. That's so me.
1: like just like hey, let's take the last 20 years of movies and kind of throw it away in service of nostalgia. Man. Man. Here we are, though. We used to like it. Now we don't. And it's because they won't pay their actors. That's why. Big bummer. That's That's why why this is happening. It definitely
0: doesn't help. I'll tell you that. It definitely doesn't help.
1: Something that might help our podcast.
0: Bring the spirits up a little bit. Let's play a couple games. I wanted to bring something from the old... Uh, from from the old two chunks, and then something that was born of the shadow, camp. and something blue, <laughs> something bluey, oh, something newy. So we have something bluey. Let's now let's do something no, newy. No newy. Something let's oldy. Let's play. A star was born. No. Heard of it? I was looking through the calendar as I do every waking moment to see celebrity <laughs> birthdays. Dude, you should chill out on that around. a little bit. I've been meaning to talk. to I you love about it. That. I love it. I just can't get enough. Ever since Marvel went down the 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 isher, I uh just start looking. I tried to like self-edit myself. The shit. Um yeah, do you ever DM. since Marvel went down the shoulder <laughs> the shower.
1: <laughs> uh, do you DM celebrities happy birthday? If you look on your calendar and it's like yeah. their birthday, are you oh, just like getting not. on and like I
0: know he's lying? Yeah, and their fan and accounts that Still and stuff? makes me want to vomit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you
0: know I'm lying. <laughs> that would be in Hey, Maisie Williams, happy birthday. <laughs> Just wanted to say from a real fan.
1: <laughs> Just like DMing John Stamos. Like, it looks like a big day for you, buddy. Have John, hey, mercy hot ones on this beautiful birthday.
0: <laughs> his 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 hot ones is wonderful, by the way. Go watch Ooh. it. Um, Birthdays yesterday. And there's nothing like a good belated, right? Like maybe, mm. I, I actually don't Except mind a hearing time, a belated maybe. happy birthday. You're like, oh, a little bit of that magic that I had. Day up, it's not you know? over. It's fun. So just we'll de- we've got few, I've got a few actors and actresses here. It's like being DM. a week after Christmas and remembering you haven't opened the lifesavers from your stocking yet. You're like ah, the magic lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this first actress was born yesterday. Not, not I wasn't born yesterday, but she was. Uh, it was November sixth actually of 19, 1988. That's the year in which I was born, nineteen eighty eight, November sixth. So she's like what, she 50? has. Fifty three, acting credits. Um, I so she's fifty. That's funny. Um, let's go fifty. The big five zero. Yeah, right, let's see what
1: her fiftieth credit is. Cruella. So this is Emma Stone. Emma Stone. You just want to lock it in now. Yeah. Shoot your
0: shot. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, lock it in. Lock it in by saying yeah. yeah lock it in. There you go. Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Happy birthday, Emma. She's got an untitled Yorgos Lanthimos film coming up. She's got a movie called And… It's A-N-D, capitalized. And then Cruella 2. We're going back because Disney's doing that thing we talked about. Dude, this new thing with her and John Mulaney… It's not Mulaney. It's Nathan Fielder. Oh, no. Nathan Fielder. Nathan Fielder. Looks awesome. It does. I got And has Jesse Plemons in it, by the way. And Willem Dafoe. I feel like we don't talk enough about
1: how great Emma Stone is.
0: She's, she's really, uh, really good.
1: She doesn't look like she has Instagram. I'm on the two chunks thing. She has… There's yeah. a fan account with 136,000 followers. Should we DM that account Ooh. and just have them tell Emma happy birthday for us yeah. on November 6th? No,
0: I Go don't even do want our brand associated with that behavior. <laughs> That's degenerate. That. Now let them know. November 6th, 1970. He I feel like he's really doing it, and I don't want him to do I'm it.
1: I'm not, I'm not. Look, you can see both of my hands. I can't type. <laughs> I'm not I can't type You well. No one listening can
0: see both of your hands. <laughs> oh my lord. 96 acting credits for this actor born in 1970. 96. Four upcoming projects. So he's still getting after it. 95. Yeah reservation dogs 38
1: what's his 38th credit oh lord I wish they numbered these things give me a minute Oof, just the scrolling yeah and we'll leave it all in the episode too for sure oh my god
0: before the devil knows you're dead good
1: Excellent. Yeah, glad we picked that that one. Let's go something more, more like recent in the real times that we live. More normal. Uh, You want to go? I think somewhere eighty five or higher is going to be our bread and our butter. Oh, both.
0: How many credits do they have?
1: Ninety
0: six. So when I said thirty eight, I was thinking that it was fifty six, and we were only going back
1: like Mm twenty credits or so. Mm -hmm. No, I think that one is from BC. The one yeah, we just it did. it does
0: sound like it does sound like my maybe Jesus and his disciples might have watched that one.
1: There was a drawing of this fellow on papyrus, and they're like, "IMDB got it."
0: Let's go eighty-seven. Yep, the Northman. Oh, wait,
1: There's he's not that of, old. Lots of folks. Yeah, no, he's not you watched The Northman. It Man, is right? one of those
0: movies that has several people in it. Yeah, The
1: Northman has a lot of people in it. I have not watched it. Who's 55 in that, Doge? I can't, I can't think of who's in that movie. Well, Skarsgård's not 55. He sure isn't. He sure isn't 55. He was born in
0: 1970. So think more around 53. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. All
1: right, right that's so a big difference. That
0: a bit. That's a huge difference. Ask any 55-year-old, you know. I would never associate you never with a fifty-five-year-old. Probably would. I don't know any to ask.
1: I have to go dig them out of the cemetery where they're laying down under the ground because I've of how old seen they e- are.
0: Either of you in a room with a fifty-five-year-old
1: would I'm never do honest. it.
0: Would never. It's contagious. Do
1: it. I bet that's actually close to true.
0: What? Maybe a You've big never. room with a couple fifty-five-year-olds, but mm. isn't that weird to think we've been friends for the, this long? But how often have we hung out with fifty-five-year-olds specifically together? You know you, it. Really do, makes, I mean, it's been a What do really you think?
1: Twenty twenty four. Let's. That's our resolution. We're gonna let's hang out. With three of us. <laughs> <laughs> let's find yeah, a fifty five year old to hang
0: out with. Well, I know of at least one. Nope. We gotta wait two years for this one. Never mind. We've got so about. We we've got, we've got time. We got time.
1: We got time to fine. get to know him so that where it's not weird when we hang Who out. Who do you think it is though? Who do you think it is? I that's don't a great know, question. dude. I don't know. I can't remember who's in that movie. You gonna be able to sleep tonight if you just lock in nothing? I haven't seen That's Reservation dogs. dogs. I haven't mean, either. I think let's, let's lock in Scar's card and just say he looks fantastic Oh, it's for, for sure not, though. It's for sure not, but who is it, though? I don't know. I'd rather just guess a random actor. Willem Dafoe.
0: Lock it in. <laughs> That's the yeah. opposite direction Whey. of Whey. not 53. Whey. Paul Rudd, lock make it, make it in. A great wall of
1: Reservation ragey. Dogs. He's definitely not not we'll, Hang on, hang on. Say that again with your full voice where we can both hear it.
0: Willem Dafoe would make a great Waluigi. Dude, actually.
1: (laughs) 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 Wah! Wah!
0: (gasps) Yeah. With that rose, you know he could do it. Yeah. Just a dumb. Happy 53rd birthday. Happy belated. Mr. Ethan Hawke.
1: Yeah, he is in that. He is in that at the very beginning. He gets dead at the very beginning of the Northman.
0: What Jordan literally talked about while I was scrolling it. He hasn't seen that movie. Jordan will never watch that
1: movie, and we both know it.
0: That's why what, the,
1: what does that even mean? I'm not oh. you. I watch things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I think it is I, I think things. it is unfair to say that there's anything I would never watch, and fair to say there's lots of things you would never watch. That's true. Let's play okay. Born of the Darkness. Very quickly. Let's play. A blind draft. Yeah. For those of you that haven't played this
1: game with us, it's something that we just didn't hey, isn't make it Hey, isn't it blind ranking?
0: It's a blind ranking now.
1: Yeah. I forgot. Blind. We changed and the name always, of it.
0: Mostly. And always. We changed it's never the name a blind of it draft. just moments ago. We changed the name we of it back when it was created. And edited it from when I was calling it a draft and all the previous iterations. And now it says <laughs> ranking. Blind ranking in which there's just like a, we've done, what have we done? We've done Johns. Have we done Johns before? We did. We we ranked Johns.
1: Johns.
0: We did some John rankings. We did cats. uh, Yeah. To where I've pulled together a list from the jump. Here I went and curated a list of ten of something, and I'm going to randomly give um, this list gradually to these two boys, and they have to rank. Uh, We're doing princesses today to honor Princess Mononoke. Which who… The princess themselves is named San. Yeah. Uh, but princess Mononoke really is more of like a derogatory term, I think, that local people had for her. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, hey, you're the princess of essentially the demons and the curses. Yeah. So,
1: Mononoke is a actually means creature in shape. Vengeance.
0: Shapeshift. Shapeshifting. We got one through
1: ten here. You got to put them on the list. We're going to start with San though of Mononoke. Okay. Um, what? Hang on. Let's decide right now what what is our criteria.
0: I would say that my criteria is uh, the best one. But,
1: but how do we determine that?
0: Because that's it's so like, much
1: more boring to have the 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 bumpers. So what what happens if we? How do you compare then, Princess San and Princess Mia? Thermopolis Ronaldo. Yeah, uh,
0: I think that's easy. I think it, when it comes up, we know.
1: Okay, mm. so what's what song, do you then?
0: put on three? Fine, three. All right. Our next princess is Zena. That's the warrior princess. I have no connection from a childhood of the Seven. nineties. Seven. I have Seven. no connection.
1: I, I say lower. Who's who are we going to put lower than that? There could be some real bad print, like real princesses who've done bad things in real life. Then
0: I think we go nine and leave ten open for a real stinker.
1: Okay, Ten. Nine.
0: Yeah. There you go. Now now we're in the spirit of the blind rank. We just feel it out. Let it flow through our veins. You already mentioned it, but on this very list that I made is Mia Thermopolis of the Princess Diaries. Where does she go? I'm gonna call that a two on
1: this princess ranking. You think you think she's better than Son? Yeah. Give an opinion here, Dash. Let him know how you feel. I would say four. I would say she's less cool than San. It's, we're not gonna have, cool.
0: it's not cool. That's not the that's not I can rank however I want to rank. Right. So four. it's a team game. I say four. And I say two. All right. Now, Carter, what do you do? No, I don't get to do anything. It's y'all. That's what I'm saying. We got to talk about it, Dosh. Cool is not my criteria. So why do we think that Mia
1: goes at four? You won't tell me what your criteria is. I have no criteria. It's a feeling. (laughs) So why do you think she goes at two? Because she does. Fair. (laughs) That's a blind rank. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Everybody's starting to get up in like the Wahlberg tones right now
1: Because, because she does Because no, that's where you gotta go. I'm you just wondering doing You gotta tell me why she goes at two Because that's why she goes You gotta take in everything into
0: account, into factor
1: Let's do two, that's fine We'll just do two for this
0: one I'm happy to go four But who do you think's gonna beat Son oh. other than Mia Thermopolis The princess that was promised
1: uh, Probably Zelda <laughs> uh, Sure Perhaps Leia
0: That's why we left one open No, Leia goes
1: under no, not a chance. Yeah, 100%. None, a of chance. These, none of
0: these people have floated as a corpse through a spaceship.
1: So. I, I'm, that's Mary Poppins. That's Mary Poppins from Star Wars. I'm not talking about Star Wars Mary Poppins. I'm talking about the real Princess Leia.
0: Sure. Let's go four. So, wait, where did Thermopolis go? Four, four, four. four. You guys are wild. What a ride. What a, what a ride you've taken me on. Buttercup. Of Princess Diaries. Nope. Of Princess Bride. Hmm. Princess…
1: Do you… Princess… Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> it feels like a six or a seven to me. Around that well, range. I was going to say five. So I'm happy with six. Okay. Buttercup is six. Are you sure?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love her as I love her. I love that movie. It's I a too, movie. Got a real one for you now, boys. Diana. She's also been featured a lot in TVs and movie. Like the princess. Yeah. Eight, dude. She's never she's never swung a sword, saved the kingdom. On this list.
1: Eight. On this list, eight. For princess Di, the people's princess. At yeah, eight. Not oh, that's mine. Fine. Yep. Not so, mine. Uh, I'm
0: American. <clears throat> We've got nothing for one or two. Three is San, four is Thermopolis right now. Five. It's got nothing. Six, buttercup. Seven, Nada. Princess Nada. Well, we got nothing there. Eight, Diana. Nine, Zena. And ten is open. So one, two, five, seven, and ten. I do present okay. to you now, Princess Leia.
1: I think she's not a seven. She's not a ten. Is she two or five?
0: <sighs> well, Desh, you fought pretty hard for her a second ago.
1: Eileen, too. But I want to hear, hear you tell me why she's five.
0: Um, doesn't really do a lot of princess duties… And uh, blasted off through a, a, a ship as a corpse.
1: San doesn't do any princess duties. Yeah, but she's cool.
0: So is Leia. She got I blood just, mouth though. I, I just hate, hate Star League Wars blood right mouth. now. So I, I don't want to honor any Star Wars. Yeah, things. but do you hate
1: Leia? You ha- is you don't even like the old Star Wars? Good Star Wars? Uh, if I had to watch the old Star Wars right now, I simply wouldn't. It,
0: it's, it, it's the same reason yeah. I'm not going to go watch Endgame even though I love it. I just can't do it does It does right not now. sound like she's going to be two for you guys. Now, yeah, she wouldn't we'll be for at, me, but I'm happy to do it for my friend Doge.
1: We'll put her at five. I'm okay to put Leia at five. Leia goes if, we, to five. if we're to regard five as the baseline, a princess must be exactly this for me to like. Uh, Leia is the bar that the princess must clear.
0: I like that. I have for you Fiona.
1: <laughs>
0: princess okay. Fiona of Shrek.
1: Pretty good princess. Um, we're going to end up with somebody we like stuck at 10.
0: That's that's the risk of blind ranks, Doge. That's how you do it.
1: Right. So do that's we think do there's, it, do, we think there's do, other, <laughs> do we think there's going to be other, do we think there's going to be other princesses that we like at one and two more than we like Fiona? Yeah. So do we, does that mean we put Fiona at ten?
0: Don't we have seven open?
1: You have seven open as well. Oh, one, two, seven, seven ten. I'm okay to put her at seven because I think we might get two princesses that we like more than Fiona. I think so too. Ready for one and two? Let's put Fiona at seven.
0: Fiona at seven. now I have for you, Zelda. That's a one for me because she held back the darkness for a hundred years, but…
1: Yeah. Link, you must find me.
0: The blood moon rises once again. You must find me, Guillermo. (laughs) Um, You must find me, Guillermo. You must find me. No. um, (laughs) Princess… Oh wait, no. Which one do I want to do first here? He's gonna no, try. I can't and do that. Hurt us? No, I'm not gonna try and do that. Uh, princess Peach. That's a two for me. That's a two. Only a not a princess. one because of Zelda. Princess Peach is she is the people's princess.
1: Yeah. In my opinion, the actual the actual people's princess. Yeah. All people, oh, human, and goodness. she's such a representative
0: of mushroom king of the mushroom kingdom. Mushroom. Of of motion motion. She's such a representative of a, a, a Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> of the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> princess of the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, I asked Chelsea, my wife. Nice. That was not, damn it, that was not
1: no. Nope. Nice, dude. Borat's so funny.
0: I said, Chelsea, I'm trying to put together a princess list here for blind rankings. Yeah, I'm sure stuff. I said blind draft, but she knew what I meant. And she said, oh, my first cat. so our final princess is chelsea's first cat and princess i just got to learn about princess
1: it's like they had like a a family secret
0: they had her for a week and uh they had to give her to someone else because what princess would do is she would sleep with chelsea which is sweet Mm -hmm. you got them kitty sleeps kitty snugs but chelsea is kind of squirmy in bed and so Princess would think that Chelsea was playing and would just like claw Chelsea's feet at night. And it would terrify ah. Chelsea. And so Princess brought ultimately pain in the, the structures,
1: I would think. Yeah.
0: So I feel 10 to be appropriate. Princess is, for, uh, can
1: we put for Princess Chelsea's under first? the list? Princess is a 15. Sounds like okay. a mean cat.
0: Okay. So our list here that we've curated, uh, that is perfect and final. Is at number 15, we have Chelsea's first cat. This is our princess list. Princess ranking. Number nine, Zena, the warrior princess. Number eight, Princess Diana, the real one that kind of did actual things, but she's down here at eight. Yep. Uh, number seven, Fiona of Shrek. <laughs> the bird popper, they call her. Yeah. Number six, Buttercup of Princess Bride. Number five, Princess Leia. Number four, Princess Mia Thermopolis of Princess Diaries. Number three. Princess Mononoke, herself, San, number 2, Princess Peach, and number 1, Zelda. I would call that it's list like Princess pretty Princess. close to perfect for
1: me. I would swap Mia and Leia, I think, but perfect. I feel good about it. That's you know what's funny
0: genuinely? Mm. I think I would swap Leia and uh Princess Buttercup go one down.
1: Really? Mm. Yeah.
0: Mm. I really I look at Star Wars with a very critical eye currently, including the characters and such. My bubble of illusion with Star Wars has been popped in a way that I hope I can come back from someday. What do you mean by that? I have disliked the last decade of Star Wars overall so much that it has caused me to sour on even old Star Wars and see it as fairly... Rote and boring, including yeah. the characterization of many characters that we love so much. And I'm hoping that I can break free of that Star Wars-related cynicism. But yeah, I'm yeah. just not in a Star Wars phase totally of my life. I totally get that. In I mean, even… In any look, way, can, shape, or
1: these, form right now. I have these guys behind me. I know. These posters for the original three. And even thinking about that, it's like the characterization is fairly flat and one note. Yeah.
0: Like the thought of watching the old Star Wars trilogies… Like original and uh, the new trilogy. Um, when I say new, I mean like late nineties, early 2000s. The, pre- the prequel, the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Um, um, used to the excite poster bought Phantom Menace. What <laughs> right. you're talking about? It used to really excite me, thinking about like watching through those like once a year, and now it's like I wouldn't even consider it right now. Yeah, and that's sad. And that's me. Yeah. That's a me thing. That's not sure. That's that's me letting is Disney it like win. Your, uh, but your local restaurant is just a chain now. Yeah, something like that. Unless it's Chili's. Yeah. Yeah. Chili's is a franchise you're saying is, is better or you enjoy more than Star Wars. One. Franchise.
1: I don't. Yes. I don't even have to think about that. Yes. <laughs> You'd rather go to Chili's than watch it Star Wars. So- yes. Would you rather go to Chili's than watch Marvel? Yes. Would you rather go to Chili's than watch hmm, Fast and Furious? I don't. I'm trying to I'm trying to get your Chili's Yeah,
0: no, that's good. This is good. Um, Dude, Chili's is the it Fast depends. And it depends on the Fast and Furious. That one, that okay. one depends.
1: Fast X, the latest one. Would you rather go to Chili's or watch Fast X? I kind of liked
0: Fast X. I think I'd rather watch Fast X.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. So we like Fast X. Would you rather go, I think I know the answer to this one. Would you rather go to Chili's or watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Oh, that's gonna be Lord of the Rings, baby. Okay. Would so you rather go, go, go to Chili's or watch Mission Impossible?
0: Depends on the Mission Impossible, but it leans overall. I'd rather watch than go to Chili's. What is what the about Chili's? Oh, I got one What about Chili's yeah. or Planet of the Apes? The, oh. the new Planet of the Apes franchise. Oh. Mm, the second two, I'd rather watch those than go to Chili's. The first one, I can take or leave most of the time. It's, it's good, pretty fine. it's not my
1: favorite. It's pretty fine. The second two are
0: Franco. The second two are um, very,
1: very good. What is the exact point of balance where you're like, I would be paralyzed in indecision because I like Ooh. this exactly as much as I like going to Chili's?
0: <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question, Doge. Hmm. What's the exact same
1: as Chili's? On the, on the Jordan Enjoymentometer. I love this. What is the exact same measure as going to Chili's and getting, I know what you get, the appetizer sampler. Chilies.
0: That's only if I'm going Oof. ham. occasionally well, go, go ham.
1: ham. Go. I don't Okay, so I want the go ham on the go ham sampler. You want the go yeah. ham?
0: What's the same as go ham? What's um, the same that as would go be ham like, chilies. Yeah, no, this is great. I would say that um like a single movie example would be like the newest mission impossible. The very newest mission impossible is like exactly chilies. Okay. Me. Like it's like, oh, it's it's pretty good, but it's not it, it's it's you know, m- the middle of the pack as far as quality of the overall like, franchise goes, there's moments that are great, there's extremely moments, yeah. fine. Top notch. Yeah. I would say Chili's a trip to Chili's is just as good as Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. I love that. What about <laughs> It feels, does it feel kind of bullet trainy? Bullet train's better. No? I'd rather watch bullet I think, Train think Bullet than Train's than better than Chili's. than Chili's. Wow. This is fascinating. This is a fascinating uh, hypothesis here that I think we can find ways to test in future episodes. I and really I like what we've so Basically,
1: about. get rid of the scientific cinema scale and just be like, "Is it better than going to Chili's? Yes or no, <laughs> fully binary."
0: <laughs> Literally, you don't even have to ask me twice. I am fine with that. <laughs> it, here's why it's so easy: is because Chili's is exactly a seven at all times, so it's very easy yeah. to just like above or below. You know. <laughs> what well, Carter, do you have, Chili's beef? No, I just want to make sure that the Chunkies can like hear how I feel about it. And mm. it's like... You don't think chilies is a seven? It's a six. Okay. I can Chili's do that. Chili's is a six. There you go. I can Great. Do that. So we're blind ranking. <laughs> <laughs> blind ranking chilies. Dang, I Let's want take Chili's a break. so bad. Let's go to the ads. Shout, Shout out. out.
1: I'm on Chili's website website right now. Sorry, this is more important. I'm on their website right now. (laughs) And these crispy chicken crispers that they've got a photo of at the top of the page with French fries with some black pepper on them, two dipping sauces, which look to be a honey chipotle and a honey mustard, and then a cup of macaroni and cheese. Quick update for me. It's 8.40 a.m. I would love to have this for breakfast. I love that theme. Mm
0: -hmm. Chili's honey mustard? It's, on a, level, it's, it's right. on a different level, bro. It's on a different level. They do; they are consistent, especially with the with the appetizers. It's like I'm it's, it's going to have the same texture every time, and that that's not hard. That's Those not egg
1: roll thingies are extremely
0: Southwest egg rolls? good. Yeah. Yes, of course. You're it. telling me Southwest egg rolls are a six? Honestly, we taught we said chilies, just J- J- chilies as a whole. Yes, I have to deal with the other people that are there. Sure. Uh, I have to deal with
1: the cleanliness of the table. There's going to be somebody with their mouth down. open at Chili's for sure, Carter. Well,
0: you know. Yeah, dude. That's okay. That's fine. I can wish them death and then be feel bad about it later. I just think they're big mouth bite sliders with the grilled onions. You dunk those in a, a oh little thing of ranch that they bring you. And it's um, it's a one-way ticket. Welcome to Shout Announcements. This is the part of the show we you go shout and make announcements. I'd like to make an announcement. Please. On November 11th. On November 11th, on Saturday. It, it, Doge won't be there. That's all I have to say. Yep. Uh, it's called the Lone Striker Showdown. Infinity FC Dallas, uh, who we are in partnership with, is hosting. Well, Crossbar Soccer and Beer is hosting a 1v1 tournament uh, with Infinity FC. There's 32 spots. One grand prize. This town ain't big enough for the 32 of us. Uh, <laughs> so good. Jordan and I are going to be doing color commentary on this entire tournament that is going to feature merch from Infinity FC. Uh, Crossbar is just an awesome venue. You should look it up. I'm excited to go there for the first time and, and report back. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. There's some, you know, local soccer influencers that are going to be in this tournament. Uh, regardless, I think any... Tournament style, festival style of any interest I'm even adjacent to is some of my favorite places to be. Mm. Because you can just bebop around, watch different things go down, talk to people. Uh, We'd love to have some of the Chunkies out there because I know you guys, I think whether you're a sports fan or not, this is interesting enough to me being a sports fan. I've never seen a one-on-one soccer tournament. It sounds terrifying to me. I feel like I would be the worst I think I would be really bad at this. I don't have to feel. I'm I'm confident that I would be the worst. I've never played yeah, from a, what a I understand of competitive soccer in my entire life. Oh, really? You can score points from goals here. You can score points from goals from nutmegs. Yeah. If you're familiar with a nutmeg, that's like betwixt the legs. Like mm-hmm. if they if they kick the ball between your legs. I play a lot of pickleball. And you can nutmeg somebody in pickleball. So anytime it happens to me, I'll just throw out a Meg Ryan movie. Yeah, it's like, well, sleepless in Seattle. You know, that's kind of like my, oh, you got me again. Um, but yeah, come out to the showdown. You'll see Jordan and I. We hope to see you. Chunky's out there too. We can talk about Doge. I think maybe we can Zoom call Doge or something. Like you can come be there. We can spread. Do you have any ashes on you? I mean, I know that would be on you. Yeah. So like Cut a finger off. Yeah. Have you just forgot to moisturize your elbows or knees or anything. Yeah, you can yeah, have, have all my scrub flakes. Scrub that.
1: Uh, Put you guys are field. gonna you're gonna be there with Soccer Dave, right? Yeah, Soccer Dave will be there, big time, you, big, time you, big time, Do you will you promise me you won't like Soccer Dave more than me? Like it's so it's uh, so important that I'm still the third host on the podcast once I return from my absence. Uh, In the interest of
0: honesty, I don't know that I feel comfortable making that. Can you promise. give me? Okay, give, give me until November twelfth. Can you give me like yeah. Let me go before I decide.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I'd like to be there
0: and experience it and feel it and feel how I feel before I promise anything.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good for me. Great. Uh, Look up in the sky. What do you see? Ceiling. An old chandelier looking thing. Wrong. Castle. Castle. In the sky. That's <laughs> next week's episode. We'll watch it and do an episode of it. One of my,
0: it's one of my favorite Jimi Hendrix songs. <laughs> Excuse me while I castle in the sky. <laughs> in the sky. Stop listening. And we're back to talk about Princess Mononoke. I need a synopsis so that we can Mononoke. get into it. In my brain. Act and Doge. Don't fit. I made Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah you did kind of turn into Bob Dylan. Jimi Hendrix. Bobby Hendrix. Am I happy? Am I in misery? <laughs> Whatever it is, that girl put
1: a spell on me. I got to check something really quick. Hang on. This is important.
0: What happens in the movie Princess Mononoke? Is Bob Dylan dead? Do I think Princess Mononoke is good? Please tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Ask Jeeves.com Jeeves, please, please retrieve information for me.
1: What's the word, Jeeves? This week's IMDb synopsis is written by Doug Short. And Doug has left their entire email address here on IMDb. And I will read it out loud because it's puzzling to me. It's written by Doug Short, whose email address is Doug underscore short at studio.disney.com. What? Is this Doug Short's work email? Does Does you Doug work for just Disney? Now, did
0: you just Google Doug Short at Disney? Is that what you were doing?
1: I'm, I'm trying to go to studio.disney.com and it's just timing out on me. I'm gonna Google Doug Short Disney.
0: Producer and writer at Short Films Productions.
1: At Disney.studios.com. While at Disney. Hey, I'm on his LinkedIn. He's an entertainment professional. He's a
0: producer of Princess Diaries 1 and 2.
1: Sweet Home Babalama. Ten no things way, I hate about dude. you. He developed the screenplays. Doug, thank you, Doug Short, Doug underscore short at studio.disney.com. D- I don't think he's at Disney anymore, so probably doesn't and not get course, anything on that either. email address. No, ever since Sweet Home Alabama,
0: he's not yeah. at Disney anymore.
1: Yeah, I definitely found him on LinkedIn. There you go. Ashitaka is infected with an incurable disease by a possessed boar slash god. He is to die unless he can find a cure to rid the curse from his body. It seems that his only hope is to travel to the Far East. When he arrives to get the help from the deer god, he finds himself in the middle of a battle between the animal inhabitants of the forest and an iron mining town that is exploiting and killing the forest. Leading the forest animals in the battle is a human raised by wolves, Princess Mononoke. Doug was busy, I think, with Princess Diaries 1 and 2 in Sweet Home Babalama. And so, didn't get to like really write a long one, but we do appreciate no, that's it. That's fine. I kind of like when they're brief. I, think he just I kept appreciate it Doug enough. Short,
0: if I'm being honest with you.
1: Mm. Wow. He's not
0: called Doug Long. Sorry, man. I don't feel like he had to go there, Doug. I, that felt personal. <laughs> Doug. Hey, man. Doug.
1: Doug, we know you're listening. Thank you for writing this and also appreciate you, for your work with the princess that we ranked number five, four, three, three. three. She's a yeah, she's, she's a three, three to us, Doug. Son. No, Mia. What's Mia? What do we rank Mia? For? Four oh, Mia, sorry. She's a four to us, Doug. No, yeah, four.
0: I thought you were referring to his work with Princess Mononoke writing.
1: No, I'm referring I'm referring to his work with Princess Mia, t- Thermopolis Rinaldi. Yeah. Thank That'd you for sense. your contributions, Doug. Thank you, Doug.
0: I'm gonna super dump and get it out of the way. Okay. Whoa. Well, so, so here's the thing. I I have seen, I think, two Miyazaki films. Neither of them are on this list. So these are all
1: fresh, new eyes. Which seen. two have you seen? As in, like, yeah, I've the seen Kiki's Delivery
0: doing. Service and uh, My Neighbor Totoro. One time,
1: My Neighbor Totoro was so close, dude. That was a, a tie for what we would have watched this week in Discord. I was broke crossing a tie for everything us.
0: crossable on my body to make sure that that to to hope that that was not the movie that was going to be in the series. Really? For two reasons. One, I've already seen it. I wanted to watch four new movies. And two, yeah. uh, I had already made up my mind that I was watching Princess Mononoke either way because yeah. cool. Princess Mononoke was an enormous, enormous, enormous inspiration for the Breath of the Wild era Zelda. Um, mm-hmm. Got to be, dude. It is. They, I mean, they have straight up said… That they yoinked yeah. so, it made so much, much sense to me from
1: everything from yeah. from Link's arm in Tears of the Kingdom to the Koroks. The Koroks the, to the Malice or Gloom whatever you want to call it to yeah. Ganon taking As the a shape boar. of a giant boar yeah I mean
0: even the Deer God looks like a lot like the Lord of the Mountain so there uh-huh. I was already predisposed to like this because it inspired something I loved so much I, I I'll right off right out of the gate here's what I'm gonna say I loved every frame. Second gorgeous moment of this film, except for my super dump, which is okay. Sling Blade, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, Billy, dude, Flat, he's so yeah, that's mine too. Bad. Hey, guess
1: what? That's mine too. He's yeah, super so duper. unbelievably I was so bad in this hey, movie.
0: I welcome him. Same. I welcome him with open arms. Yeah, because a good it, with, with movies that I enjoy. I never liked the feeling of like trying to Im- f- manufacture poo-poo. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I think I have a bowel movement. I'm just going to sit here for 30 minutes and see if anything comes. It's just like… He's a big old turd. Like he was there. It yeah, was like, he's, hey man.
1: He's bad. Yeah. And I I honestly what? think a lot of the… So we obviously watched the dub. I think a lot he of the American… Care. A lot of the American cast… A lot of the, the English cast did… Like, probably like a 7 out of 10 job. I think overall, I just wasn't impressed. I think Keith David showed up to work for this movie. There and I think Minnie Standout. Driver did. Think, though?
0: There were four standouts. Uh, yeah, Keith me. David can do anything. Keith yeah, yeah, yeah. David was unreal. Wait, can I get the standouts? Can I do it? Yeah. Can I try and guess your standouts? Yeah. Keith David. Billy Crudup. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. Mini Driver. Yep, big time. Billy Bob. <laughs> Jada Pickett-Smith. Uh, yes. Amazing. Good. Yeah, Billy Bob was bad. Billy Bob was extremely bad. Yeah, he was terrible. I felt like I heard chores he was doing in the background <laughs> that got picked up. <laughs> just, just like washing By a mug in the sink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. I think yep. what's, what's so unfortunate too is that, is it Jigo? The monk? I can't remember the name of his character. That's correct. Yes. Has, has really poignant... Things to say. Yeah, I know. like he's he's, the character. When they're in the cave and he's talking about like, hey, everything's just evil. Mm-hmm. Like you just, it, it's it's awful for everybody. Like the points yeah. that he was there to make. Speaking fell of Felt so flat because he didn't care.
1: Just the, like he didn't care. So it sounds, it's to me like the voice acting equivalent of the solo in the Michael Jackson song, Beat It, which was pretty famously just warming up. And they recorded it and stuck it in the song. Yeah. So they didn't want to pay for extra studio time. It felt like they gave Billy Bob the script. I'm like, hey, just read through this real quick so you can see all the lines you're supposed to say and recorded him. And then he was like, all right, I'm ready to start. And they're like, nope, you're actually dude, done.
0: But Keith David was uh, the guitar solo from Smooth by Rob Thomas with Santana. Yes. It was perfect. Yeah. And we'll beautiful. Um,
1: Keith David is um,
0: unreal good in this movie. There's no, there's no bad voice he's ever done in his entire life. He's so Yeah, cool. yeah he's amazing. I just
1: thinking of like, yeah, Facilier and… The poignant, the poignant lines in this, you bring up the script. The English script was by Neil Gaiman. I did saw that. Did you guys see that? That's wild. That's awesome. I did
0: not see that. Isn't that great? Here's the thing too. And it's, it feels like such a standout. And, and again, I am… I think it's good for me to preface to say I'm kind of navigating Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli right now with what culture and friends have given me, right? I don't see the full… This was my first actual experience with one of the movies. And so I'm like, hey, you're going to hear a lot of like, based on what I've heard, you know, like the… And with the voice acting to be so good, from what I've heard, Billy Bob stood out so much. And I think, I think, because it does feel like Miyazaki is on top of it. It almost feels like there's a simultaneous, let's make sure that this can be… not necessarily appealing. We can talk about that in a little bit to American audiences because I think he knew what he made was going to translate well mm. anyways in terms of artistically. But in terms of like familiar voices or familiar names. 1997 was Sling Blade. So the 1997 Oscars was Sling Blade. Billy Bob Thornton was a big deal. Mm-hmm. He, he would win for this movie. Uh, the movie would win like screenplay and things like that. So like Billy Bob Thornton in the late 90s, it's not the kind of name that we would bring up on this podcast with like uh, Robin Williams or right. other late 90s like powerhouses. But yeah, I think that's what happened. And that's me like excusing Miyazaki for making what well, feels like a really bad decision.
1: I feel like it's a similar like clout powerhouse actor move as casting Robert Pattinson in the new one where it's like sure. that, that level of like… uh Respect, I guess. Sure. Yeah.
0: It just was… We just didn't… And it makes sense a little bit because, you know, Billy Bob has some of that twang. And so it would… The character that he played, it made sense for like the tone of Billy Bob's voice and the way that he talked. If he had just tried. He was just so flat. Yeah. Yeah. Just so flat. I'll tell you what though. He's a limber dude. This (laughs) character. He's just bouncing around. (laughs) I really liked the character… Despite Billy he was Bob capable. phoning it in, I, I really enjoyed the character. So it, it, yeah. it even still kind of worked for me. And I'm having a hard time imagining the voice being good because the character is so weird. But yeah, Billy Bob yeah. was terrible. I, I've never disliked Billy Crudup ever, but I've never liked him as much as I liked him as the voice of Ashitaka. I thought that he was… Yeah. Really. Have you seen The Morning Show? Uh, I watched a little bit of it. Oh, he's amazing. In that. I just I thought that he was so excellent as Ashita was great. Did you say thoughtful? I just was think that's yes, a great word. It just for it. felt like it was he was just so kind and it wasn't your cuz sometimes when we get pretty white boy to voice anything. Sure. They're just there to be uh, canvas. Sure. Right? Yeah. Especially even like in a, a, a in an americanized princess movie. Right, right. Couldn't even name all of the princes because they're just kind of there to hang out yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But what he was. Able when are the to guys bring, gonna get to do something? Uh, when yeah. are the guys gonna get to do something? Speaking of Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> nah, uh, wanted this movie to be cut shorter. Did you see yeah. that? Did he really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so what Miyazaki did because he was pretty pissed on uh, what some of the studios have done or English American iterations of these uh, movies had done in terms of cutting things short and how much it took from the story. That he's like, we're not doing this again. So what he did is he sent Harvey a uh, katana that. Was engraved on it, no cuts. And so there's like, okay, cool. Uh, we won't be cutting from this one. Good. Um, Good. But yeah, Billy Credup was great. I thought he was awesome. Ashitaka is my favorite character in the movie. I love, oh a, yeah. I love like a badass who's genuinely like, I do not want to do this. Please do not make me do this. I really love that sort of like archetype. And I think that he's like such a compelling version of that because his motivation to not do this isn't like, I will reap destruction if unleashed, but it's like, I don't want yeah. to, I want everybody to just be kind and exist. I don't want to fight, but yeah. I will yeah. ruin you if we do fight. And, yeah. um, I just think that he is so cool. His motivations are so great. Um, I, I I really enjoyed his character a lot. He was my favorite character. Yeah, we immediately see him, like just taking care of people he cares mm-hmm. about, like from the jump, yeah. uh, and doing impressive things. The uh, this feels like the most basic super pump for a Studio Ghibli movie. I the animate the animation style super pump it's as just well. it's unbelievable. I, I there were moments where like the way arrows would fly like through the sky and just our massive landscapes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The creativity of our creature creation, mm-hmm. yeah. our costuming. It's like, man, if animation, if we just put animation and it got to go to these movie award shows and we go ahead and say like, hey, animation can also be in editing, can also be in uh, like film editing, sound editing, costume, set. It feels like Miyazaki would have been yeah. crushing it in 1997. Mm-hmm. Like un unbelievable animation style because what was so tough too and and what's such a big part of this entire story obviously is the spirits and the manifestation of those spirits um but the way that we would just kind of like how malleable certain curses were and like how they would just transform and move was just beautiful and it didn't feel like normal late 90s <laughs> uh 2D animation Agreed. Oh yeah I saw things it animated was just in this movie that I've never seen animated before in my whole life. And the the moment that I was like, this is one of the most impressive animation movies I've ever seen is just when the rain started on the trees and like watching the mm-hmm. drops fall and then slowly saturate the tree trunk. I've just yeah. never seen that. I've never seen anybody animate sh- that. Or it was rocks maybe. I think it was stones. It rocks, it yeah. I've never seen that in my entire life. I've never seen the the waterfall and turn it dark gray and then all the other droplets yeah. fall and then they slowly just turn the whole thing gray and slick. And when that happened, I was like, this is my super pump. Is the animation- the, the shallow pool that we see them above and below the water. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I there was a couple times where I'd have to like get up and get a drink or go to the bathroom and I would pause. And I was like, can I, I just want to make this like my background? I yeah. my television. Can I frame <laughs> this? Frame, yeah. Like it felt like you could pause at any moment, maybe without, you know, two severed arms. You probably don't want to have that <laughs> up in your house somewhere. But yeah, it was it was great. It was just, it was really pretty. It was really enjoyable. I had a hard time watching it because it had to be late last night. Mm-hmm. I had to do things to move my body because it was… In the best way, making me sleepy. It was just in the moments that weren't action. Yeah, it's slow. The, with the, the music and the sound. Yeah, all really of that stuff mixed. I was just lulled as well.
1: I was just like, what? Yeah. yeah. I just think it's a. it's, to me, it's hard to isolate a super pump. It's even like, we've watched a few movies for the show that are so bad that it's like, where do I even begin? Sure. I, I really genuinely feel like this one is so good that I have a hard time. Like… Billy Bob is obviously the part that sucks. And then it's like everything else is equally firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My super pump is the most like contrived thing. My super pump is the <laughs> thoughtfulness of the production. Every single yeah. thing feels 100% intentional. Uh, and that mm-hmm. that goes to what you guys are talking about, the animation style, the music choices, mm-hmm. like the the… I guess if you can call it, you can call it cinematography, right? Yeah. Just the, like the choices of the shots, the specifically like the wide vistas of the forest that we get are unbelievable. Uh, the care and thoughtfulness taken into the script, which I'm sure like was equally present in the original version and just a holdover in the translation. Like it's way more complex than it needs to be. It's yeah. like fully... There's not a character who feels flat or one note. Like there's not, uh, a,
0: there's not a solely evil person.
1: Yeah. There's not. Yeah. Not a villain, basically. Yeah. Uh, everybody just has conflicting desires, which is a really, I mean, it was rated PG-13. Realistic. First, yeah. The first uh, movie from the studio to be rated PG-13 in the States. Uh, but it really does feel like that elevated, like sweeping epic that like, I can't think of. I can't think of another animated movie I've seen that feels this like grand. Uh grand, yeah. Mature is a bad word for it, but this no, it like comp complex and and complicated, I think. Yeah. In a good way.
0: No, I agree. I think that um it was so a lot of times these like nature versus progress metaphors can yeah. be pretty ham fisted or can be um really like one note. Mm-hmm. But I really appreciated like in a world where um, San represents kind of the nature side mm-hmm. of the struggle and um, Eboshi Iboshi. represents progress, but but progress aiming to improve life, not to tear down nature. And yeah. then we have sort of… Uh, Jigo as like an opportunist willing to harm nature just for his own gain. And then, I don't know. I I just thought that everybody had clear motivations. Like after you spent about five minutes with each character, it was clear that it was like, oh, okay. Iboshi's not a bad person. She's just willing to do bad things to get to work. But like, I don't know. I thought it was very… Unique. I don't think I've ever seen a movie characterize its villain, quote unquote, by taking care of a leper colony, like taking care of yeah. like giving people a new lease on life. I don't, I was really blown away with the complexity of the yeah, characters and the motivations. And um, would you say you were spirited away or I just blown
1: away? I was spirited
0: away by the, okay. by the complexity <laughs> of the characters. And then even Ashitaka, who is sort of like the golden boy, good boy, he's not, he's not here to take sides even in the final conflict he's helping everyone and he's trying to bring them all towards a point of like our only goal needs to be stop this destruction and while i'm at it i'm sorry i I feel like i could talk for a long time about this movie but (laughs) i loved that the reversal of the like nature god's destruction was not reversing time and putting the forest back together but that instead it was just letting things be overgrown and it's a fresh start. That force is not coming back as it yeah. was. Um yeah. I don't know. I I chewed on this movie for a long time last night. And I yeah, I still am thinking a lot about it. I really was kind of blown away here. And I, I was wanna, expecting to be blown away. So it's yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. even like I went in with low expectations and was like, wow, this was good. I was expecting this and got more, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everybody who, throughout the history of our show, has been like, "You gotta do Studio Ghibli." Is like, yeah, like I I don't know. I just feel like no, they're excited. There's There's no choir of people being like, obviously, dude. This what I've been trying to tell you. They're so good, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I was doing uh, a little bit of research here because we were talking about how thoughtful, Doge. That was your your super pump, right? It's just kind of like how thoughtful the making of this movie is. And that's something that you hear a lot with just Miyazaki in general. It's like taking something seriously. And I just thought it was so interesting that we talk about Studio Ghibli when we started the episode talking about Marvel Studios. And so I wanted to do some research. And Studio Ghibli has been around for 38 years. Hmm. They technically say that Marvel Studios was founded in 1993. But that doesn't make any sense to me.
1: 1996. 93 was when Marvel sold off all of their properties to, like, Sony and Fox and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, the studio itself, the studio division might have been established in that time, but their first independently funded film as Marvel Studios uh, was 2008's Iron Man. Uh, but they probably, so two thousand eight like, partially funded, like— X-Men, Fantastic Four, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, and stuff. They probably had to have a studio division for tax purposes.
0: So here's what we'll do then. So uh, we'll say Studio Ghibli has been around for 38 years, whereas our modern Marvel has been 15 years. So in that time, Studio Ghibli has made or announced 24 movies, right? So we've got a new one coming out, and be on the lookout, because I think we might want to join some of our Discord friends. to see that'd be super fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, since two thousand and eight, so in fifteen years, so that's less than half the time. Marvel has made or announced forty four films. Oh my gosh. Saying like, hey, this this is out there. You can go watch it, or here's what we're working on. Forty four in fifteen over twenty four in thirty eight, almost four decades. So yes, very different. Um. Success measurements here right Marvel has made so much more money, billions upon billions gazillions more than Studio Ghibli has, but like what do you i don't know i I guess it, I, I don't know why I guess I'm talking to a wall in terms of it's like business so they don 't really care, but like what do you want to be remembered for like if you're going to build parks around this like why, why are you killing it it's just yeah. so bad, but i don 't want to make this a second half about Marvel and not Studio Ghibli but that's that's something too that like, I'm so excited for Thanksgiving. Thankful mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hmm, to just have this fresh reset of like, oh dude, yes. Like it's not all, it's not all just over, overdone. Yeah. You know, like there's still some thoughtfulness around and it's so fun to compare that to, you know, what some of the best video games ever, which came out recently in terms of like these Zelda games. Yeah. That were inspired by something so thoughtful. And you get to share that too. It's like, hey, there's still there's creators in in the mainstream media that are they're doing really good things and they care about what they do. doing. <laughs> um, um, I guess we're ready to rate this, but I could just talk about it for another 35 years. Yeah, minutes that's if the
1: thing to. is like it really is one of those where it's like, where do you even like how do you how do you begin to ha- like talk about yeah. It's so good. Like, there's nothing interesting to say because we would just Chris Farley it. We would yeah. be like, remember that part? Whenever, yeah. remember when Ashitaka did this? And it's like, yeah, that was really cool. Remember when he did this? and like, yeah, that let's
0: was give really good. Really let's thoughtful. give ourselves a I think minute. There's something... Let's give ourselves one minute to Chris Farley about it. Give me 60 seconds on the clock. I Before we started it, Callie was like, so this is like an animation for adults. And I was like, no, it's it's kind of just like, you know, it's, it's Disney-ish, but it's got its own like flavor. It's more mature than that. And I was like, but it's not like it's going to be like Invincible level violent, and then like ten minutes into the movie, he like shoots a bunch of people's heads and arms off. (laughs) One shot (laughs) kills, dude. They're like, that's not normal. He's a demon. Yeah, right. It's so cool. I mean, I've I've never that's chalk it up to another thing I've never seen animated is hands removed by arrows or bores embedded in walls. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it was. I there's a moment where. Uh, Ashitaki is leaving, like he's been banished, you know, from another place. Near the end of the movie, but then he hears like the gunfire and turns back around. But how quickly the weather was changing, mm, yeah, like, as he's walking, definitely made me think of the Stormlight series. Um, cool, Stormlight mm. Archives, mm. Um, and I thought that was really neat. And that made me want that series. I'm I'm more on the train of it being animated now than yeah. Uh, Imagine what if Studio Ghibli picked that up. That'd be fun.
1: Can I give a shout um, out to Cool, my beautiful oh red elf? Oh gosh. Elk. Yeah. So sick. Swimming. They don't call him… They don't He's call him… jumping in the water. They don't call him Ya lame. That's true. They, yeah, hey, cool, they don't. Though. Hey, that's true. They don't. you cool though. Factually, they do not. They do not call
0: him that. I, I love the timing of watching Ghibli for the first time at 35, and my first one being uh, Princess Mononoke, which is one of the ones that has more mature themes. But it's still from 1997. So all this to say, like, it feels like sometimes we'll have nostalgic-based series. Yeah. And there's a lot of nostalgia for people with Studio Ghibli. So we've done, like, you know, the Disney Channel original movie series. That meant a lot more to y'all than it did to me because I didn't experience that as a kid. And so I get to watch that for the first time, at you know, in my 30s. And I'm like, cool, I get it, but I don't. But there's something about how uh, much the themes of this movie resonated for me right now at this yeah. age that really told a lot about the storytelling. I think, I think it was just done so well. And it was appropriately sad. Like, it was a sad movie to me. It was just like, you know what? You're right. Like, everything is going to take work. And it doesn't just get… You don't just blink and then, like Jordan was saying, and, the, and then the forest is right back to where it used to be. It's like, no, yeah. you start over. Yeah. Yeah. Which just is, you know, that feels like therapy. It's like <laughs> <laughs> there's never been a point where I was like, well, when I'm when I turn 40, I, I won't go to counseling anymore. It's like, nah, dude, it kind of feels perpetual. <laughs> yeah. I think I need this for the rest of my life. And so, uh, and it's because there's just a lot of people hurting and there's a lot of bad stuff going on. I loved it, man. The way that his his arm would form and he'd fight against it. Was just so cool. Mm -hmm. The curse looked so cool on him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As it was just starting to wrap around his entire body. Um, San was... She looked... um, She was so metal the first time to see her. And she's got blood on her face. In 1997, we were in the middle of... uh, You know, like Disney princesses are a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. And so like American audiences see... The first scene they see of this princess is she's fighting... And again we had Mulan by this time but she's fighting and then there's just blood on her face. I was like that's the coolest thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like from the jump like what we're doing with uh gender norms in this movie in 1997 yeah. is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Our big, you know, like wanting things to be uh more modern and have guns. That I don't remember that the head of that usually being this lady. Right. Yeah, Yeah. who's just trying to take everything over I loved
1: everything about that we should rate it I guess yeah I have nothing else to say but also so much else I could say
0: let's rate it using the scientific cinema scale which is uh, perfect and as follows the best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it don't lend it buy Buy that poster poster." the next best thing is buy it that's followed by rent it and then stream it after that is forget it and last but certainly least the worst thing we could ever say about a movie God, God hath forsaken, forsaken us. us. I'm gonna buy it. Uh, and another fun thing that I want to mention is at the end of this movie, I started thinking about Moon Knight. Because <clears throat> you've got our main character who is just kind of fighting against something that is making them kind of capable of destroying people. Right. And then the very last some of the very last scenes are just giant gods destroying the world. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this reminds me of the finale of Moonlight. Moonlight? Moon Knight. Um I buy this movie. I think it was. It's interesting too, and I'm so excited to continue through the series because a lot of what I would read about Princess Mononoke is it's like one of the... It's not following usually the normal rules of Studio Ghibli. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what those mm. are. And I think essentially it would be like if Pixar came out with a PG-13 movie, maybe. Right. Is what they mean by it's not the normal rules. But it still gave me... uh One of the things I love the most about Pixar, which is just phenomenal storytelling no matter how old you are when you see it. Yeah, totally. I don't know that I would recommend Princess Mononoke for a seven-year-old, but maybe maybe it is one of those things to where it's like, hey, we're not going to watch the second half of Sound of Music. That's when the Nazis come. (laughs) You know, it's like, let's just not… Maybe we won't watch (laughs) The Rotting Flesh and The Worm Monster or things like that, but… Yeah, I also felt sorry for people that is it tropophobia? Trip, what, tripo, what's the phobia tripo-phobia of, or tripophobia, Something like that of one. holes yeah. of like multiple hole, like clustered holes yeah. together. Tough. May, you, sorry I, guys. A big warning for this one. I wouldn't watch that. I also think that the two the two other Miyazaki films I have seen were definitely not this serious, but they were maybe not maybe not as mature, but like. I think we've got a lot of fun ahead of us, even in the ones cool. that dip into more like, not juvenile, but like more kid-friendly uh, fair. I think they- From t- what st- I've heard, Totoro and, and uh, Kiki's are like the the youngest audiences. I think so. I I think. Think so. Yeah. I think that and maybe Ponyo. Yeah. Probably, which I've never seen, but I've heard good things. Uh, I'm, I think I'm buying the poster for Princess Mononoke. Um, I just, I really loved it. I've been thinking about it since I turned it off. And um, it helps that the poster's cool. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's the perfect bullseye of like really cool, really well made movie that inspired one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> you see that arrow? It's just, I think, <laughs> I think this is a poster for me.
1: I'm going to buy it uh and the interesting thing about that is that i'm also going to buy the poster at the same time as i buy the movie so i'm i'm buying the blu-ray and the poster of this as a poster for me this is <laughs> i'm glad so you went good, with the simple way
0: of saying that the way that makes the most
1: sense well, i'm glad you <laughs> so it's an actual poster you've ar- well, you already said the way i was going to say it so i can't that's spent i got to come up with a new way yeah, i gotta do something new that makes sense it's this movie's so good that it's hard for me to explain how good it is. And I don't feel like I should have to justify buying the poster if I'm I'm buying the poster and if you're like, why is he doing that? Watch the movie. Watch it. And you'll know. Just watch the movie. Yeah,
0: it's really excellent. I'm so glad that we
1: watched it. Next week is Castle in the Sky. Are you gonna you all wanna go ahead and announce the rest of the series too? Sure. Castle in the Sky next week and then Howl's Moving Castle and then we are closing out thanks with Spirited Away. I am incredibly excited for the rest of this series. I am too. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. What a wonderful If this was this fourth is. place. Yeah, right? Like, we're going to have to come up with a new scale. <laughs> I'm going to need a bigger wall because I'm just going to have all posters. It's going to be crazy.
0: Uh, yeah, so tune in next week as we discuss Castle in the Sky. To end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and give me your Chili's order. Appetizers included. For Two jokes and Hunk, my name is Jordan Wonders, that is. And I'm going with uh, chips and salsa and newly, newly added to my order, ranch. I like Chili's ranch. It tastes good. It's good on chips. So I get some ranch with those chips. Yeah. I'm and then uh, if I'm going... If I'm going nuts, which is the fun way to do it, I am going to get a triple dipper with the honey chipotle chicken crispers, the big mouth bites, and the Southwestern egg rolls. And then I will die happy. Thank you.
1: Mm. I'm Doge, and I regret to inform you that it will not be interesting because my Chili's order is the exact same. It's that the triple dipper with order. the with the egg rolls, the, specifically the honey chipotle chicken crispers, that's like the best... I don't, it's all good is the problem in the appetizer sampler. Is there good, and I can't pick which one of them is the best. So I'm going to get all of them every time and I have to have the chips and also.
0: The best one is the last one I put in my mouth. Whichever the last one I just put in my mouth is. is what I've eaten
1: most list. recently is my favorite.
0: And I'll tell you, if they're fresh, now they can be bad. The, the, the gulf is wide, but if they're fresh and they did them right, Chili's got good fries. I wouldn't be sad yeah. about fries somewhere.
1: Yeah. Probably no. It's, that's the biggest miss. Probably no liquor with mine at Chili's. I think I probably won't do that.
0: I I enjoy a beer. I enjoy a uh, an El Presidente. I enjoy an El Presidente <laughs> margarita. Uh-huh. Every I once forgot for a about while. their margarita the refill coming <laughs> yeah. in there with you. <laughs> Bring me the extra. Uh, I'm car. I'm Carter. Just so I can join the conversation and not feel like I'm breaking rules. I'm Carter. Yeah. Uh, And I will start with some skillet queso. Oh, that is a good time. Oh, Um, it's good though. It's really good though. Definitely do that with the chips. And Jordan, I'll have some ranch It's a good time. Over there on the side. Nice to go between. Uh, What I'll be drinking though is… Chili's has good Dr. Pepper. Am I crazy? I don't like Dr. Pepper. I don't really
1: like Dr. Pepper. so.
0: Um, (laughs) And I'm also going to have some crispy chicken crispers. Mm -hmm. Uh. Ranch mainly. I don't really like uh, honey that's mustard. Fair. I know y'all love their I honey, do love mustard, their honey yeah. mustard.
1: Are you in, are you into the
0: honey chipotle
1: at all? Uh, Not really. Mm.
0: I will sometimes get honey mustard for the honey chipotle crispers. The sweet, mm-hmm. tiny- Just
1: the wettest chicken oh, strip yeah. of all time.
0: I'm trying to make sure that I don't just absolutely go through the skillet queso because that's also a dip for me. Oh, yes, the yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Get that in. I the respect skill that. Case so, you know, Chili's biggest swing and a miss in the last few very years was getting rid of goops. the original chicken crispers. They're like tempura yeah. battered yep. style chicken crispers. Those were so good. They were so like fluffy yeah. and crispy. I always am fascinated with the like back for a limited time with like chain mm-hmm. restaurants like that. It's like what does bringing it back mean for you? Why are you like, doing is that? it Hard?
1: Yeah. Did you forget because, like, this the recipe? Is easy.
0: Why is it not just here?
1: Is there one guy who makes it and you're like, come out of retirement, one last job. We need you to make 3,000 chicken crispers the old way.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna, The
1: old way. <laughs> using the old tradition. <laughs> I'm
0: going to reach out. I want to start a petition to bring back the original chicken crispers because they were one of the things that made Chili's weird. And Chili's yeah. is at its best when it's like super weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, like the Southwestern Egg Rolls, or um, like they were the first place I had ever had a lava cake ever was at Chili's as a child. You know, they started the the uh, fajita sizzle Did thing. Did they really? Did you know that? That's them. Did they first. Really? When it would come out and make noise. Yeah.
1: Cause it's just so hot. It's that just chili that you know originated that's, that. You know, it's not cooking on there. That's just water. They just do like. Well, they have some. A, I think it's a type of butter. A Cause I think they call water. it like
0: sizzle juice, and it's supposed to like sizzle for a while. Sizzle juice. (laughs) I don't think I'm lying. That's the new birds and the bees (laughs) convo. Well, son, sizzle sauce maybe.
1: Sizzle juice. Sizzle sauce. Sizzle sauce. Whatever it is, sizzle Sizzle juice or sizzle Sizzle sauce. sauce.
0: What's up on the ones and twos? It's your boy. Sizzle juice. Yeah, sizzle sauce is what it's called.
1: What is sizzle it? What's the ingredients
0: sauce. of sizzle sauce? Um, let's find out. Butter and water,
1: probably. probably. i um, look up make sizzle sauce at home from butter water.
0: Oh, God. This website is just pop-ups to the maximum. Do you think Doug knows? You just want to email Doug? Um, a bottle of liquid a causing a reaction that generates. Really, no. Smoking sauce. Not the preserve and cons. So, I'm not seeing what the sizzle sauce
1: actually takes, is. A, a cook takes a bottle of liquid and squirts a generous amount of the food.
0: Soy sauce base with elements like Fuck. lime juice and fat. Ah. Oh, that's nice. So am I. I I'd, I'd get after some sizzle sauce. <laughs> other users The claim same makeup as a dozier. That other restaurants frequently use orange juice on a bed of onions. Yeah. It all works for me. I don't care if it's psychological. It yeah, all it works for great. me. And I'm not even… I like fajitas, but I, I'm inclined to go other directions. But when they walk by with the sizzling plate… I fall for it every time. Uh, a quick shout out. Best fajitas in Dallas. Las Palmas. It's an uptown in Dallas. It's worth a go. It's a good mm. date spot. Mm. It's a little bit more spincy, but they're good. I have… If, you, if you like going the beef route, they use Wagyu. So that Ooh. can tell you kind of like the level that they are. But it's, it's phenomenal. You can do shrimp… You get some. You can get some chicken. Obviously, you can go some chorizo. That's great. All right, boys. Very, very good. I guess that's how you get clicks.